Hi, this is Dr. Tom Vergus and this is CQ for Global Leaders. I was in a meeting with some clients yesterday and they were sharing with me their frustration with the teams that they were managing because of the level of enthusiasm about the change plans that were being introduced. We're running into a lot of resistance and it was just very frustrating for them. And in the conversation about the change, I obviously mentioned to my clients that what happens in most change processes is we think about it for quite a while. We've gone through all the different stages of change. And by the time we announce it, we've gone through all the thinking and come to the end of the journey as such and said, here's the announcement. Whereas for many people, it's actually the first time they are hearing about it. Secondly, it takes people a while to adapt to the change because people adapt obviously at different rates and different speeds. And I shared with them a model or about the change continuum. And you, this is actually a model that I picked up from Marilyn Loden, who talked about it in her book called Implementing Diversity. And her model, when she talked about this, was actually, she called it the diversity adoption model. And I use that with clients, but I also think it's used, it's also useful to think about it as a change adoption model. And here is what it looks like. 2.5% of the population are known as the innovators. So these are the people who are just really excited about change. You know, they get buzzed by change. Whenever you introduce any form of change, they take it on and they are off and running. You know, if you think about a new iPhone release, so let's use iPhone as an example. If you use, add a new iPhone release, this group of people are the ones you will find queuing outside the stores, perhaps, you know, a couple of days before. So that's 2.5%. The next group are what's known as the change agents. And this makes up about 13.5%. So this is also a group who will adapt to change very quickly. They may not queue outside the Apple store, but they'll be the ones who pick up the new iPhone within the first, say, 90 days. The next group are known as the pragmatists. This makes up about 34%. The pragmatists are those individuals who will look at, well, let's see how it goes. Does it make sense? What's the data? How is it working? What's the feedback so far? And once they're convinced, they'll come on board. The next group are the skeptics, and they make up 34%. So if you think about the iPhone example, the pragmatists are those people who pick up the phone within, you know, between, say, three months to the next nine months. The skeptics, which make up 34%, are those individuals who need a lot of data, 
proof source. They need to talk to people. They need to read reviews. They need to have lots of discussions. They're looking for what didn't work. And they need a lot of evidence before they come on board. And so, again, with an iPhone example, if these people come on board, they'll probably take, you know, it'll be more than a year or so, perhaps. And then the final 16% are the traditionalists. And the traditionalists are the laggards. They're just the people who just will not change. You know, they stick to their old, tried and trusted ways. And again, they're the people who probably will not use a smartphone, prefer to keep the analog handset, and will not come on board. So when I drew this model for them, for my clients, and I explained that to them, I said, so what happens is, instead of introducing change, and we tend to introduce change as a blanket to a group of people, rather than thinking of an organization and segmenting and thinking, where do we introduce this first? And in that particular group of people, who are the innovators and change agents that we need to get on board so that they can then drive the whole initiative forward. It just helped them frame and think about it in a different manner. By the way, just because you may be an innovator when it comes to, say, technology, doesn't mean you'll be an innovator when it comes to, say, trying different foods. So you can be an innovator of change agents in certain domains, but not in other domains, right? So it's just having that sense of understanding what are some of the changes I'm introducing and who in my team will, it, will be able to take this on board. So my reflection point for you is this. As a global leader, you are constantly introducing change. After all, you are a change agent, you are affected by things that's happening in the organization, and sometimes you have to introduce change into your teams. Rather than having it as a blanket news, perhaps it may be useful for you to think about where do people in my team fit on this graph, and how do I frame the change perhaps differently to different groups of people so that I meet less resistance and I can get people on board quicker with the initiative. You've been listening to CQ for Global Leaders with me, Dr. Tom Vergus. To find out more, please reach out either via phone, email, or our site, culturalsynergies.com.